Hello, I'm Ray with another midweek message. It's six o'clock Wednesday morning. What's the date? The 6th of July. Do you know it's not hot yet? It really isn't getting hot like the, the summer should be in, in July. Temperature is 12 centigrade, which is 53 Fahrenheit. Okay, it's early morning, but we haven't had those hot summer nights as yet that we should be having by now. Hopefully the rest of this month and August, where are we here? August, September. Hopefully it'll be a little bit better. <laughs> the evenings are drawing in. We've had the longest day. No, no, no. Hang on. Newsflash. Oh, it's all about Boris Johnson. We won't go into that. Now, here's the thing. I forgot to mention on last week's podcast, on Sunday's podcast episode, that was all about things that don't work properly in Britain anymore. I mentioned trains, but I forgot to mention railway stations. Now, it's not so much that they don't work. It's how they've changed. I had to meet someone off the train, not my local station. It was a few stops away. I won't go into why. That's that's boring. I went onto the platform. I was 20 minutes early. I went onto the platform. It was deserted. There's a handful of people waiting for a train. No staff, nothing. It was, what's the word? It was bleak, desolate. It was awful. It just, I don't know, the whole, I mean, railway stations have always been windy places because the wind comes whistling down the track, doesn't it, through the station. But it was just so bleak and no activity, no staff. In the old days, you'd see a porter or a couple of porters. The station master took pride in his station. I believe they even had competitions for the best kept station. Everything was always freshly painted. And there were even flowers. I remember now, what was it uh, Goring Station? Not Goring on Thames, Goring down here where I live. Goring by sea, they call it. What, don't you know? (laughs) And they used to have flowers, uh, like a, a grass bank behind the platform. And the flowers were planted to spell out the word Goring. Fantastic. It was really, a lot of the stations were lovely. It was really nice to see. You just don't get that anymore. Hanging baskets with flowers. And I do remember, not in the, you know, in the main city stations or in big towns, because they're all too busy with parcels and everything going on. But the, what are they, is it suburban? That'll do. The suburban stations just outside town or in the smaller towns and villages were so well looked after. They'd have a little allotment, because the railways always had a lot of land. A little bit of allotment. They'd be growing runner beans and vegetables. And the staff wore their uniforms. They wore black trousers and jacket, a waistcoat, a black waistcoat. They had their hat, white shirt and tie. And they really did look good. And I think that they used to take pride in their uniform, in the way they looked when they worked for British Rail, as it was. Okay, a lot of people used to knock British Rail. Perhaps it wasn't as good as it could be. But at least the people looked the part. The train pulled in eventually when I was waiting for this uh, this person to arrive. And the guard, the, the doors opened and the guard was right opposite me. He just stood there. He didn't get off the train. He just stood there. His hair, he had long scruffy hair. His shirt, this grey shirt he was wearing... Was, it looked to me dirty. It was crumpled and it was half hanging out of his trousers and it was dirty. He wore trainers, which looked like they'd seen better days. And I just looked at him and I thought, that's not the guard. I said to Trish, it's not the guard. She said, it is. 
he had his um, ticket machine or whatever. You could see he was the guard. In the old days, anyone turning up for work like that on the railway would have been sacked. Honestly, he just, he looked like a tramp. He really did. And I was not shocked, but I really was surprised. The nearest, is it Heritage Railways? You know, where enthusiasts keep a railway going. The nearest one to us is the Bluebell Railway. And we quite often go up there. It's fantastic. The steam engines, all the old gear, the stations, and the people there, the staff there, they're volunteers. The porters on the platform, the signalmen, they all wear the proper uniform. And on their hats, they've got uh, like Southern. It was British Railways. It was Southern uh, or LMS or whatever it is on their hats. Absolutely brilliant. They really look the part. And of course, they've got the gold chain in their waistcoat with a pocket watch. And they bring out the pocket watch and check the time for the next train. That's how it used to be. And OK, stations do work now in as much as you go there and get on or get off a train. But that's about as far as it goes. In the old days, do you remember... Now, people abroad won't remember this, but W.H. Smith, the uh, news agent, as they were then, they had a kiosk on every, not every station, not on the minor, minor stations, but just about all the stations had a, a kiosk where they sold newspapers, magazines. I think, did they sell cigarettes? I'm sure they must have done. Back in the old days, everyone sold cigarettes because everyone smoked, <laughs> including me. Whoops. That brought life to the station. You know, things were happening. It was a hive of stuff going on. Whereas now it's just, as I say, desolate, bleak, deserted handful of people. No staff. I remember as a kid, train spotting. You had to have a, a platform ticket. What was that? Tuppence or something? Tuppence halfpenny. you had to pay to get your platform ticket. In the winter, in the waiting room, there's a coal fire. And that, that was amazing, a coal fire. We used to go in there to get warm. We'd be out on the platform taking numbers of steam engines and things like that, later on diesel engines. And then we'd go in the waiting room to get warm by the fire. I mean, that was lovely and it was clean. There was a particular smell. I don't know what it was. Perhaps it's the, the steam engines. Everything stank of soot. <laughs> but I don't know, brilliant days, love it. Anyway, if you remember that, if you remember the old stations and the railways as they were, like to hear from you. Raise rants at protonmail.com. Be great to hear from you. I'm a bit slow these days answering emails because, well, it's not that I'm slow. It's just that I'm getting more and more every week. I'm getting more and more emails, which is great. Love to hear from everyone. But of course, it takes longer to answer. Thanks to Jordan for the Alistair Cook uh, links. Very interesting. If you go into YouTube and type in Letter from America or Alistair Cook, you get some videos come up which are interesting. Ray, I haven't answered your email yet. Sorry, I will do as soon as I finish this podcast. As I say, I'm getting more and more and it's taking longer and longer to get round to answering everyone. Right, look at that. It's uh, well over seven minutes and I've bored you to bits. See you on Sunday. I've no idea what it's going to be about. Very much up to you. What you send to me, what you email in the way of ideas. Take care, look after yourselves. Bye-bye for now.